This episode is sponsored by KiwiCo. KiwiCo is an award-winning monthly subscription crate with hands-on projects that make learning about science, technology, art, geography, culture, and math fun. Everything KiwiCo produces is designed by experts and tested by kids. KiwiCo spends over 1,000 hours designing and testing every single crate. From geography and culture, to engineering and design, to science and art and more, Kiwi offers crates for everyone. Kara, you just had some boxes arrive at your house, right? Yes. If people have been following along on Instagram, my daughter is loving the Eureka crates so much. She has just made a perpetual calendar. So one of those where like you flip it and it's it changes the date in the day at the same time so she's been keeping it on her like little bedside table and she just loves it um she made a tiny cat right now yeah right right um (laughs) she made us a soap dispenser for our bathroom so it's like fancy like you're at a restaurant or airport or something um and right now she's actually working on putting together a lap desk what about you guys we recently enjoyed my boys made a pinball machine and a ukulele with Eureka crate. And then we also made our own soap with a doodle crate, soap in a soap dish, which was really fun. The kids made me a light green soap with a dark green leaf in the center. Oh, because I like nature. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. It was super fun. Oh, wow. Okay. So to learn more about all the crates KiwiCo has to offer and to pick which ones your kids would like best, go to KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters. That's KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters. Sisters listeners who follow this link will get a free trial promotion. You'll get the first month free. You only need to pay shipping, $4.95 in the U.S. or $9.95 for international. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? Hanging in. How are you? Um, I need like a schedule. I need someone yeah. to tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Not so much the kids, but like me. Like I'm I'm having trouble steering the ship. You know what I mean? Yes. That's it's, it's unchartered territory. Oh wow. We could go a long way with this whole metaphor. Like the waters yeah, are choppy. <laughs> it's uncharted territory. I'm having trouble steering the ship. And all I do no, is No land in sight. Right. Yeah, like, all I'm doing is impulse ordering things mm-hmm. when I think I need them. I'm like, we really need strawberry jelly. What if and we run it, out like, of strawberry jelly? To have... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, because you're trying to keep things as normal as possible for the kids, and there's certain comfort food items that are harder to get right now. Right, yeah, and everybody likes strawberry jelly best. There's lots of other kinds. But everybody likes strawberry best. So I'm like, okay, got to put that on the list. You know, like, it, I, that's, I think that's that's what it is. You're right. Is like trying to keep things normal. But it's not normal right now. No. It's completely abnormal and weird. And I told my kids they should journal about it. Like, I would love to read the journals that people are keeping right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. how you love learning about different time periods and things that happen. 
even but though they have no interest they're like come on mom it freaks me out it reminds <laughs> me of like the handmaid's tale or something to think about like reading yeah back on journals of a time when things started going weird like right now i'm wishing i hadn't watched that show so much <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm also wishing I hadn't watched for a while. Tiger King. Did you watch Tiger King? Did you finish I'm it? I'm on episode, I think we're on episode three. It's slow going for us. I kind of like, I need to see it out. And yeah. I also kind of hate it. And also after I'm done, I feel like I need a shower. Yeah. But for my brain, like my brain needs a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm having, I'm having recurring dreams of Carol Baskin on her bicycle. <laughs> I don't even think she's the creepiest one, but it's always Carol with her hair flowing in the breeze, like those slow-mos of her going by the tiger cages in her bicycle. Oh. I'm like, Carol, stop haunting my dreams. I, you know, I wonder if that show would have been as popular if it hadn't come out like right in the midst of all this. I don't know, because there was a podcast about it, and I tried listening to it, and I, I got through like the first couple episodes, and I was like, I can't, because I can't handle animals like the -hmm. fact that they're even even if they were being treated well which i don't think they are being treated well but like the fact that they're being exploited basically like come pet a tiger and pay a bunch of money for it and like that kind of like i just don't like any of it but then once i started the show like you said i had i wanted to see it through i wanted to know what i really wanted was some justice like i wanted right all the tigers to be safe and wonderful and happy and all the And people... I heard there's no closure at all. <sighs> Not so, a lot. But we're only on three. It just keeps getting weirder. I'm like, wait, what now? It's what? like a dirt bag parade, basically. It is a dirt bag parade. That's exactly what it is. We we have a friend who said it's... there's a problem with a show when the person who comes off like the most sane is a former drug kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, if that's your bar for, like, who's the. <laughs> oh I don't my know. gosh. Yeah. When we were down in Jacksonville in December, my husband had, like, a work thing, and we were trying to find things to do because the weather wasn't super great. We There is a big cat place down there, a sanctuary that was featured in National Geographic. I need to go back and find the National Geographic article that my son was obsessed with because he had read it and it was all about, and it probably mentions these places for all I know now that I'm watching this, but um, it was talking about how horrible the industry is and how it's basically like puppy mills, but for exotic animals and blah, blah, blah. And they highlighted this place that we went to as um, one that does it correctly. And so when we went there and visited, they, they were talking about how crazy the rest of the big cat world is. And now I wish I had been there now because I little did I know. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's really messed up and it's not just the cats. And I was like, what are they talking about? But just kind of like brushed it aside. And now I'm like, now I want to go back and be like, do you know Carol Baskin? Do you know how bad it is? Do you know how crazy they are? Do you know people are like plotting and somebody might've fed somebody? We were on the episode last night where he, where Joe exotic had her diary. Like, I don't even know how he got it, but I was like, wait, did they just say that he's reading her diary? Like how did, the whole thing is just a total, I just want to put my brain in a bathtub and wash it out when it's done. But then the next night, 
<laughs> but the next night I have to wash it again because like a fool, I think I'm going to have some sort of closure, even though I know I'm not. Yeah. But I just need to get this train out. I didn't, I didn't imagine this podcast going in this direction, like that we've talked about this <laughs> for so long. But the, the other thing is like, I want Carol Baskin, like people are probably, if they haven't watched Tiger King, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We're going to get to the podcast in a minute. I promise. But like, I want her to be innocent because I need somebody to be like good in all of this, you know, like I'm looking for like, yeah. And, and, but she might have done something terrible too. spoiler alert. I'm not going to say it. It's just, Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> is that helping and your it's anxiety? Not funny, but you can't <laughs> stop laughing. Well, I think my, so my husband and I have trouble agreeing on TV shows. And right now, we both just really need something. I don't even know if this counts as mindless, though. Yeah. But we need something. That This is filling some sort of something that we both need right now at the end of the day. Yeah. And then I need to read. And then I go to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Again, I'm haunted by Carol on our bicycle. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, so real quick, what are you reading? Are you reading something good and happier I yes I am reading the good daughter Ooh. have you read that one by Karen Slaughter which my kids agreed was a terrible last name oh I think I've read something by her is is she k-a-r-i-n yes okay I feel like I've read something by her then but you know how like those thriller things I don't even keep track of the titles they're all like half the time the titles are just kind of random and yeah like, well, that's yeah. why I couldn't remember it. They're like, but the, it's really the like dark it woods right or whatever. Away. It's a real fat one. Like, it's going to keep me busy for a little bit. I'm very excited about it. I was reading The Authenticity Project, which was recommended to me, and it gets really, really good reviews. But, and I was talking to my friend Bethany about this this morning, it was, like, too happy for me right now. Yeah. Which I think is the, the kind of a crazy thing to say. But I'm I need yeah. to read something dark and twisty right now for my brain and yeah. I don't need the la 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 like everything's beautiful and good yeah yeah I get that <laughs> I gave that. it to her mom because I think her mom will like it <laughs> it's out it's out on my wall right now I have a whole bunch of things out for friends to pick up on my stone wall what is the book that you sent me is it if you tell yes oh okay that one I read in two days couldn't put it down but that's like super disturbing too that's that's a whole other dirtbag parade. Um. Yeah, that's a dirtbag right there for sure. They it's, should all get together. It's basically yeah, um, but but it's good and it's it's hard to put down. Um, so I read that and then I'm reading uh, Lovely War right now, which is so good, so good, so well done. Like I cannot. It's really really good. I. It's one of those that I'm like, I want to kind of stay in that world for a while because it's mm-hmm. it's hard to explain. It's like Greek gods and goddesses talking about World War One during World War Two. I don't know. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's it, an interesting concept. Yeah. And, and I just I like the character. So I kind of want to like jump into that. And yeah, it's good. It's really good. OK, so we've got Colleen here today yes we do we actually do have business to discuss besides the tiger king (laughs) (laughs) 
Actually, if the Tiger King is giving you anxiety, this episode might help. Right, exactly. Which it gave us anxiety, for sure. Um, okay, so Colleen is a... Well, Colleen's our friend, first of all. Yes. And she's a homeschool mama for a former elementary school teacher and a gifted intervention specialist. She's also the author of a ton of books for teachers and children. Um, she was with us back on episode 32 of the podcast. Wow, that's a long time ago now. Yeah, it is. We talked about Crazy. gifted and quirky kids, but today she is joining us to talk about anxiety. Um, she has just created this awesome toolkit that we're going to talk about in the episode that has 96 ways to help kids through anxiety and stress. And we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, Colleen was our phone a friend because she knows anxiety and kids and adults, and we just thought she would be the perfect person to talk to today with everything that's going on. So, should we give her a call? Yes, we should. Okay. Hi, Colleen. Hey there. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. We have been thinking about anxiety and kids, and we're like, okay, we know our phone a friend for this one, and it's Colleen. <laughs> And having anxiety and having kids with anxiety. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We knew you would be the right one now. to chat with. So thank you for being here, lady. We appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. And I love that phone a friend thing because there's all these ads right now for the new Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And my kids are asking about it. And we keep saying, like, let's just phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kate. <laughs> Kate's stuck in her sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm starting to like have bad sweats. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know oh what's happening. Goodness. If it's warm in this class, I'm not usually hot. Right? I'm tea, but I'm usually freezing. Sorry, it's so all sorry. coming off. <laughs> Owen, leave all this <laughs> in. in the video blog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's good thing it's not live. No. I'm so sorry. We're I just good. got sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bring it back. All right. So. Did you wait, wait? Have you watched American Idol? Did you see the yes. person who who does the box around herself? That no, it was she was on last year, and we oh. saw like pre, uh, repeats of this because she tried out again this year. But whenever she needed to refocus, she'd go <sighs> and drop, <laughs> and then she'd start singing, and it was hilarious. And that's what I'm sorry, you just reminded me of that with your little bubble there. So, Colleen, how how are you? How's your family? How are things right now? Well, things are weird. Are, are things weird for you too? Like oh, it's just goodness. I, I can't yes. even yeah, I can't even like I've I've been asked that a few times lately and it's like I don't even know how to answer because it's just so odd. And it's not like we are big go and do people all the time. We really enjoy our downtime and our our space, but it's like just all the uncertainty and the conflicting information that comes in and and the 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 lack of choice in being able to just kind of go because we don't have like the the mountains and the forests right by us like you do Kate I'm so envious every time I see you guys splashing in creeks and a lot of our parks like that are being closed so we just can't we're just here. And think I will say this. So um, if any of your listeners have have followed me, uh, in the last few months we moved, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for having moved when we did because we went from this teeny tiny house on like a postage size lot just up from inner city to almost five acres with woods behind us. And that has totally saved us. 
because I can throw kids outside. In fact, I was telling somebody yesterday, it was funny, you can tell like how much my kids have been city kids because I threw them outside with the dog and they came back, the two younger ones came back knocking on the sliding glass door a few minutes later, covered in mud. And they're like, we have to go change. Like, no, you don't. You stay muddy until you're absolutely done outside. And then we'll hose you down and change you then. <laughs> your, your kids, you're supposed to get muddy in the woods in the backyard. Like, go get more mud on you. Just go and stay out. <laughs> oh, heck no. Not multiple clothing and multiple showers. No. <laughs> no way. So, so that would be even messier than it is. Yes. And and you have the little like footprints through the house and that would cause all sorts of other problems. Like, no, just stay outside, come in through the garage, we'll strip you and we'll go from there. But so we're doing better, I think, than we could have been doing with all of this, but we're still just off. It's like everybody talks about their new normal and we haven't found that. Every day seems different or every day seems to spike a different reaction in a different kid. And so, yeah, it's been... It's been challenging. Plus, my husband's home. He's a teacher and he's a specialist. So he's not, you know, doing a Zoom class with a bunch of kids. He's doing like specialist work with some of his individual kids, like one on one when their parents have the bandwidth to do something in addition to the other stuff to get, you know, reading help. And so he's kind of rattling around in a way that he hasn't ever done. And so that's throwing us too. And yeah, tensions are high, emotions are high. And there's just so much uncertainty that it's like weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's super it's weird. It's very surreal. Mm-hmm. I asked my husband last night and it was so silly and it was such a, like, I don't even know. The word I'm thinking is like immature or like, I don't even, but I was like, okay, how long do you really think? Like how much longer do you really think we're going to be home? <laughs> Because he keeps up with the news more than I do because the news stresses me out if I watch too much of it. But he literally works in the news. So like he's that's his world and he's just in it whether he likes it or not. And and I because I was telling him, I'm like, I need a schedule like not the kids. You know how they have all those kids schedules floating around online. And Kate, we've talked about that, like. (laughs) <laughs> how we don't like the rainbow one because it's like it would no. make us it's too much and then Kate made like a simplified hard. one. No. Yeah. And I reached out mm-hmm. and I asked and we're not even doing that. We're only doing the mental health one that I made after because I was like, we can't even do this, y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're well and the, we're just in the mud. We outside. can link to both of those in the show notes. Um but I like I it's not even that my kids need like I need a schedule, mm-hmm. you know, like I need some, what I need is like somebody to come in and tell me what to do because what happens when my anxiety gets high is I just kind of get like paralyzed and mm-hmm. Colleen, we've talked about this, like all my executive functioning skills, planning, yes. anything like that go out the window. And so our friend Alicia, um, from over at Alicia's posted this week, like go through your freezer and see mm-hmm. what you have and make a meal plan based around that. And I was like, that is something I never would have thought of. Like it, right. that, that is not me. That is. And so I was like, oh, okay. Because every single day it's like, what's for lunch? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's for dinner? And we're, like, we're foraging. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, well, we have two chicken patties. We have one of this. <laughs> we have two of this. And we have like right. six ramen because yesterday our ship shopper found six ramen and I actually texted back to her, like, my daughter is going to love you so much. That's 
ramen. <laughs> you and I were talking about that. Like a teenager's dream. We have ramen and we have Gatorade. Like we're good. Yeah. My my teen is like, we can stay in this house forever. I've got ramen and Gatorade. We're good. Right. And you need yeah. the Gatorade because the ramen has so much sodium that you need to like replenish. <laughs> right. You're going to be replenish. really thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. That was us yeah. and chips. We got a bunch of chips on our last shipment delivery and then we like ate them all because we were uh-huh. so happy about the chips. Yeah. And then yeah. we were all dying of thirst. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've gone through cycles of that. Well, and like you said, Kara, that whole like paralysis, I get that way too. In fact, um, I've talked about this in some of my anxiety talks before that when I get overwhelmed, I shut down. And when my anxiety spikes, I shut down. And there have been times where, you know, back when my husband was at work, I'd call him and be like, here are the things that I have on my list, but can you just tell me which one to do first? Like once I get started, I can figure something out, but I can't make that decision right now. I just need somebody to tell me, do this one because it makes more sense to do this one before that one. And so there have been days that I'm just spinning, like nothing is getting done. But my to-do list is sitting there staring at me, at my face, and I know all of the things I need to get done, but it's just not happening. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. like, well, can I just say, like, you are one of yeah, the yeah, yeah. smartest people I know. <laughs> so this is not a reflection of, like, any kind of, you know what I mean? Like, those moms out there that are like, I'm just stuck. And so I think to myself, right. like, why can't I do this? Why can't I get it together? Why can't I whatever? But, I mean, you are like one of the smartest people I know. And so to hear that you have that too, like I don't wish you had it. I wish none of us had that, (laughs) but it just makes me realize like, this isn't some like failing of who it's, it's just how we're wired. And I do the same thing. I'll call my husband and I'll be like, I have these five things to do. What should I do first? And like last week he was literally like, okay, make lunch. And I'm like, but it's two 30 because (laughs) Everybody's all thrown off, and we had a tornado mm-hmm. warning, so everybody was yeah, freaked was out scary. all night and didn't sleep. Yeah. And so, you know, we're eating lunch at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And you know, he's like, "Okay, make lunch," and I'm like, "But it's three o'clock," and he's like, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Well, and that to that point, like, it doesn't. This is new for everybody, whether you have always been home and working from home and homeschooling your kids or you're thrown into this. Every single person out there is dealing with a new kind of paradigm that is not the end paradigm, because at some point, hopefully we'll go back to some semblance of normal. Like you said, that whole idea that you just want someone to tell, when is this going to be over? Like when Mm -hmm. that is, I think for anybody who struggles with anxiety, the hardest part of all of this is there is no actual end date because any end date that does come out through the news is then changed three days later. Yeah. And so there is no way to make long-term plans. And for someone who has anxiety, you need to control something in your life. And that long-term plan or knowing like where you're going is an important part of your both advocacy for yourself and management of the uncertainty. And you don't have that ability to do that right now. So you're supposed to be floundering. It's totally normal to be floundering right now. Yeah. And exactly why that rainbow schedule wouldn't work for any parent. (laughs) Right. Right. Mm. Especially a parent who's being thrown into it. Right. I mean, and working from home or yes, like it's just insane. Well, and we've been doing this for how many years, like 10 years, and we have stripped it down to like my younger kids are doing 
and explode the code page, a handwriting page, and a math page to earn the right to go on their Kindles because basically they play like physics simulators and stuff like that anyway. So like, sure, you can have as much screen time as you want, but here's the basics you have to do just so you're in that habit still of doing like quote school, but it's nothing and really takes them like 15 minutes because they need more playtime and together time to be able to process things. And, um, and it's just, it's just not the, oh, this is what I was going to say. I was thinking about, um, somebody had posted, uh, a friend from like an acquaintance had posted how she was struggling with the, the stuff coming home from school because she works from home and, um, and also now has her kids home. She had homeschooled at one point and they're all doing different things. Well, that's not normal for homeschoolers either. We lump our kids together as much as possible and we do big things or they go off on their own to do the things that they've already built the ability to do. So when you've got three kids on three separate zoom calls and multiple notes coming in from parents, like that's not homeschooling. That's not, you know, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And then nobody should be adopting these really rigid and structured things. So I don't know, that's, that's probably an episode for another day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think that's good. And so I want to ask, like, what, what are you guys doing right now? And what can parents do um, if our kids are feeling extra anxious? Yeah, well, really, they need to know you're there. You need to connect more. I mean, the first and foremost thing that you can do for your kids when they're feeling uncertain is connect with them, talk with them, play with them, play a board game. I know you guys loathe board games, but, you know, break (laughs) out board games right now. (laughs) Play some games. Curl up on the couch and read books. Games are the worst. Oh my gosh, they're terrible. <laughs> I can't believe anybody would ever play games with their kids. Okay, if this is anyone's first episode listening, we have to point out that Kate is like the game school queen and her site is a treasure trove of resources for using games in your homeschool, every single subject. Okay, I'm done. Go, Colleen. Sorry. Yes, okay, so sarcasm aside, um, play games, read books. We started on all of our grocery deliveries. We're getting um, K-Cups. Uh, full, like hot chocolate K-cups. Like we don't use, Aww. we don't have a cure yeah. that we use. We have an old, like really old first generation single serve Keurig that used to be in my office at my school when I taught. And um, we have put that out next to the coffee pot. And we have a drawer that is dedicated to fun teas for the K-cup, even though we've got millions of tea bags. And, um, and then hot chocolates, like Irish cream, hot chocolate and salted caramel and all sorts of fancy like assorted boxes, like variety packs. And then I bought on Amazon, my gosh, my husband like (laughs) shook his head, this giant, okay, so five pounds of anything dehydrated is a lot just to let you know. Um, (laughs) This five pound thing of those dehydrated marshmallows that you find in hot chocolate packets. Oh my gosh, (laughs) who knew you didn't even buy those separate? Five pounds? It's, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's huge. I didn't even like comprehend the visual spatial, like my visual spatial ability, like fleed when I was making that order. And I had no clue what I was getting into. So I have this giant bucket of dehydrated marshmallows. And then I've got these peppermint sticks, you know, that they can stir their hot chocolate. So we've got that just fun little things to connect and make things different. And then kind of goes along with your hot chocolate bar. Don't you have a post about that, Kara? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So just like something fun to mix in and then um, read, 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 go outside as much as you can, even if it's rainy and muddy and gross. 
Um, just like, I don't know, just be with your kids. They, they should, oh, and like shelter them to some degree from the news. So my kids, we've, um, we talked about this on a previous episode. My kids are gifted. My kids are twice exceptional. My kids, two of them have anxiety. One is identified with generalized anxiety disorder and news is scary for her. Anything that comes, like things I don't think should be scary, trip her up. And so we have to really limit. We've been watching, um, We've been watching uh, one of our guilty pleasures right now is American Idol because my my almost 13-year-old is a music person. And so we've been loving that. But then my 10-year-old is also watching it with us. And she's not used to network TV with commercials because we haven't had anything like that in forever because of the anxiety. And so now that we have Hulu streaming live TV, um, the the kids all work together to distract her or get her out of the room when a commercial comes on and then she comes back in, you know, a minute later. And so just limit what they're getting, but then answer their questions honestly and directly. Know your kid and what they can handle. And if they ask questions about what's going on, sit down with them, get that hot chocolate and talk with them, looking them in the eye, but don't over discuss the top, like give them as much information as they absolutely need to know. You can kind of read your own kid and know when they're satisfied with the information. And then, so like for her, she really needs to know the basics. She needs to know she's safe. She needs to know it's going to be okay eventually. She needs to know that scary things are happening. They're probably not likely to happen to her or us because we're relatively healthy, but that people are doing their best. Now, my oldest one needs to know statistics. He needs to know tracking. He needs to know what has changed, where it's going. And so we're talking at a different level with him. And so if they need like a unit study on COVID-19, then you do that with them. You help them understand it. Like Mary Wilson was doing charting and graphs and math and in her Instagram stories. And um, a friend of a mutual friend of ours, Jessica, created um, a unit study. There's lots of things out there that you can share. I think Curiosity Stream, didn't they just release? Yes, they did. Yes. Oh, did you watch it yet? I haven't seen it. I have it queued up. I have, um, we have, Similar to you, I have one that needs the stats, especially because my husband works in the ICU, so he needs to social distance here, and that's been hard. So he needs, like, very specific, like, why are we doing this, Mm -hmm. and, like, safety for himself. So he wants to watch that. He's at a place now where he could watch it, but my younger two can't. Um, Mm -hmm. And we've been spending so much time together that I don't know when that's going to happen. I kind of want to watch it with him because he internalizes a lot and I can can read him. So we haven't watched it yet. Um, I've heard it's really good from a bunch of people. Yeah. So I've seen it come across and that was my, like my similar reaction. I need to figure out a way to watch it with the ones who will benefit from it and shield the ones who it will be detrimental to. So Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure that out too. I think that's so important because some kids do so much better with information. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was going to say too, Home Science Tools has a a COVID virus kit right now. And then I just saw that. that. Yeah. And like then a whole um, landing page of virus and germ type things. So like that lotion that you put on your hands that like Mm -hmm. is like, then you look at it under black light and you can see like if you're washing your hands, like all that kind of stuff is available. So we'll link to that. But some kids do so much better with that stuff and some do not. 
And yes. like, I, and you, it can change because this kid yeah. that's into it right now, this time last year, was terrified of pandemics. And I'm so glad right. that this pandemic happened this year and not last, right. this last year. I remember that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was thinking about when everything started. I, I was like, oh, my gosh. Room, you guys, I would have been in a padded room. <laughs> mm-hmm. You kind of are. You're in your closet. <laughs> I know. I'm here. <laughs> Leaning up against my hamper full of dirty laundry yeah but I mean these studios we all have right I know we're so fancy (laughs) well but here's the thing like you know we're talking about a new reality like Kate your husband like you said you know does is in the medical field so like right now he's doing what he's doing but he's at home and then so you have to be in the closet because you know uh, yeah we're all because I can and if he saw patients from the closet might be weird Just yeah. a little. That's hilarious. Oh my god! This is a podcast, so unless I had just told you, whoops, that Kate's in the closet, you never would have known. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're all just, we're all just doing the best we can, and it's sometimes it's like hour by hour, just figuring mm-hmm. out, you know. And um, some kids do really well with, like, I have one that does well with, you know keeping busy. I was going to say distraction, but like, I mean, we still talk about things and address things, but keeping busy with like hands and stuff. So I've been doing, I'm trying not to make sure I'm not going to be overheard because it's like surprises, (laughs) but like I ordered an origami kit. I ordered a window painting kit. I ordered, you know, like just so we're having all these things. Window painting. That's an awesome idea. Oh, I will link to it. It's a really cute Easter stencil window painting kit. So we can link to it in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by Native. Hey, Kate, you know what sounds pretty nasty? Plugged up sweat glands. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Native's deodorant is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. It's also vegan and never tested on animals and contains ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. And it works. Right now I'm using the pear and lavender scent. What about you? I am loving, it's spring, so you know, you got to mix it up. I'm loving the cucumber mint. And speaking of mint, that's what we call a segue in the podcast business. Um, Native (laughs) is relaunching their toothpaste line. Native toothpaste use a special blend of naturally derived cleansers, flavors, and whiteners to deliver a great brushing experience without the trade-offs of other natural toothpastes. They have two minty flavors with the option of fluoride or fluoride-free that will have your mouth squeaky clean, whitening wild mint and peppermint oil, and detoxifying charcoal with mint. So for 20% off your first purchase, go to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code HOMESCHOOL at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HOMESCHOOL for 20% off your first purchase. I just got today a beeswax candle kit that may or may not go in an Easter basket, depending on if we need it yeah. sooner. So yeah, that's, that's so funny. Here. Cause I have like, I have an, I have a shipment that's coming today and then the other half of it's coming tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I really should not open it because if I open it, we're going to use it sooner than Easter. And I cannot get out. I, so I haven't been anywhere. Um, my husband's done all the errands if errands need to be run um, because I have asthma 
and it's allergy season, which typically triggers my asthma. And I had been on the phone with my my pulmonary specialist. And he's like, I'm calling you in a prescription for prednisone so you have it at home. Because if the nebulizer doesn't work, I want you to self-start prednisone because I do not want you to come into any offices or anything. And so I'm not supposed to be anywhere. And so bless my husband's heart. He's never bought anything for Easter baskets. And so I've <laughs> been like ordering what I can, but shipments are delayed and so he's been picking up little bags of candy here and there and I'm like we have four kids we need more than that just keep it coming and um and so I finally was able to order a couple things that are, are coming but I'm like oh I'm so excited so Kate one of the things and you should totally link to this you guys because it's perfect for stir craziness is the the ninja line you have because oh. I have been, it's been actually Wait, the slack in, line or the ninja yes. line? Because the slack well, the line is the one that we, the, it, it bounces a little bit. Did you already order but, it? I did. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But so it's not like my, the, compared to the slack, the slack line is gold and it, it has a little yeah. bit of give, but the ninja one, like. I was going to get, I was going to get both air. and I probably, I'll probably eventually get both, but they have been eyeing the ninja one too. And we've got now all these trees and our play set, our play structure was not able to be moved with us. So there's nothing that they can climb um, in that way. I mean, there's trees, but there's nothing like that. So, so we have that coming and I'm so excited and I'm like, that would be perfect for right now, but I can wait two weeks. So mine were using it last week in the snow. Yes. I told I saw. my husband right before all of this hit the fan here in New Hampshire, I was like, can you please, I know it's like 26 degrees. But could you please go outside and help me put up the slack line? Cause I think we're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a black Friday deal. It's been sitting there and mm-hmm. he did. And it's been amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'll get the, I'm sorry, we're totally off track, but I'm going to get the, the slack line too. At some point, probably this summer, we have wanted that those both for, for like years, but we didn't have a tree at our old house. We had not a single tree and nothing to attach anything to. So I'm super excited. But yeah, like you said, Kara, the distractions or at least the busy, keeping busy. um, I've noticed that the best conversations are coming during that time. Like when they're busy doing projects. Yeah, yeah. You're you're able to process with them some of the things that are going on in a better way. It's kind of because they're sitting next to you and not looking at you. It's that mm-hmm. side by side, you know, bought in together kind of thing where they feel safe. They know you're there for them, but they don't have to look at you as they're processing the things that are scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so true. Um, and I so I put together this post this week that's like a hundred boredom buster things and so that's why I thought of the beeswax candle kit and the window painting because um it's a bunch of things that we used to do when the kids were younger so Colleen when you're talking about trees I link to like a swing in there that hangs from trees there's a couple different swings so I'm gonna hook you up later you have to okay cool <laughs> and a ladder a little wooden ladder like all those oh, so kinds of things and um, we're we're making bubbles this week and I actually just I'm I'm this morning, my a couple of my friends in town that have made big bubbles before with us were texting me and they didn't have like the citric acid or the guar gum mm-hmm. that you need. So I had little white baggies, powder <laughs> filled baggies. They're out of my rock wall right now. I'm like, here, come get them. <laughs> like school trafficking. It looks so suspicious. I'll hook you up. <laughs> I put some books out there too. If you need these, anyone, I finished these books. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> that's so funny. That's one of the really great things that's coming out of this, though. And I, I think that can be good, too, with kids is showing them the good things that are happening. Um, you know, but like people are sharing and being kind. And yes. um, I just shared today that my friend and neighbor, um, he asked, he was putting in a grocery delivery and he asked if we needed anything. And I said, the only thing we really need right now are like alcohol wipes because my husband has type 1 diabetes. So he needs to have that you know, four shots a day and, um, and, oh, and the rubbing alcohol is gone. Yes. Yeah. You need that for bubbles too. That's another thing that's out on the ledge. Oh, if you were close to me, I would give you my rubbing alcohol. I have a whole bottle. Yeah. Well, now we have a whole bottle and a hundred prep pads because my friend awesome. just gave them to us because he's like, no, you guys need them, you know? And so people are doing such kind, wonderful things. Yeah. And if we can help our kids we see had... that, I think it helps. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We had a bunch of friends find, um, and actually people we don't even know that well, find the much sought after masks like in their wood shops and stuff and mm. drop them off here for my husband and his coworkers. And people have been sending snacks to our house to bring into the ICU to keep Aww. them all fed. Yeah, that's, that's so nice. People are awesome. My uncle um, is a building inspector, and so he had a bunch of masks that he sent to my mom who works in an assisted living facility. So, yeah, people are being very generous and thoughtful right now and mm -hmm. you know sometimes that can help just to point out those things throughout the course of the day yeah. not to be like why aren't you more grateful you know but <laughs> right right well and then getting them involved in that too you know yeah. um just reaching out to people facetiming elderly family members or um you know neighbors we had a a neighbor uh, or a friend she is an elderly woman in my writer's group um, that I haven't been a part of for a long time because I'm not actively writing for children right now. And um, she's a children's writer who was well published in the 70s and had a made for Disney, you know, made for TV Disney movie out of one of her books when, mm -hmm. you know, back when we were watching that Sunday Disney special. Do you remember yeah. that? Like the magic of Disney, like yes. one of those movies was her book. And so she, her husband is in later stages of Alzheimer's and she's just so loving and caring. But one of the things he needs is he's got to go somewhere every day because that is in his brain and his routine. And he wakes up and he's like, where are we going today? And then they go on their adventure and he goes to sleep for three hours in the afternoon. But she just, she can drive him around right now. They can't actually go anywhere, but she still needs to be doing. And so, um, last week or the week before, uh, they came over and she's like, I haven't seen your new house. We can't see it. We were supposed to come over for lunch, but how about that be, that be our, de our destination. And we sit in your driveway and open the windows and you guys stay far away, but we just talk. And they came over and we talked for a half an hour in the driveway until her husband was like, okay, we can go now. <laughs> he was just, <laughs> he was done. You know, he was yeah. interacting as best he could, but he doesn't really know who we are anymore. And uh, my son was, my oldest was doing magic tricks for him, which was just delighting oh. him. And, um, and then I was catching up with her and it was just so sweet to be able to connect. And my kids went back inside and like, they felt that they felt that nostalgia. They felt that connection. And then my oldest who can be kind of gruff with the younger ones, cause he's, he's five and a half years older than the next oldest, um, he pulled the seven-year-old aside and started playing chess with him because my seven-year-old doesn't know how to play chess because I don't actually enjoy the game very much. I'm a terrible mom. And um, and so he's been wanting to learn. And so my 17-year-old sat down with my seven-year-old right after that interaction and connected with him over a chess board. Aww. And so it, it is showing them 
how important connections are. And I think that that's something definitely to cultivate in these times, like the things that they can do that feel little, it didn't feel like a big, a big thing to stand in the driveway, but you could tell what a difference that made for those two people that were in that parked car with their windows down halfway, you know? Mm. So, yeah. 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 And I think that that's the kind of thing really that we should give ourselves permission to focus on right now Mm -hmm. and lower a lot of those homeschool expectations. Like it's not like it's just your family that's going through a weird, rough, bumpy season and you're not getting school in. Like literally everybody's world is turned upside down right now. So if you're not, yeah, the whole world, yeah, we don't even have to worry about other countries exceeding our whatever score at this point. Nobody, nobody's learning well. Right. So I keep telling my public school friends, just breathe. Nobody is doing this. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so instead, like, focus on... And they're not going to retain it. Right. You know. Well, that's the other it's thing, not too. not even worth it. Just let them learn about yeah. whatever it is that they're interested in. You can't in. retain things while you're in the middle of trauma. And this is trauma. This is mm-hmm. when your world is turned upside down, it's traumatic. And there will be ramifications if we don't lean in and embrace our kids right where they are in this traumatic time because they will it'll be more traumatic for them they'll also be like beaten over the head with schoolwork and chores and expectations and normalcy and there is no normal so we need to just let go of that and realize that everybody's going through trauma right now and to some degree yeah yeah and so focus on other things prioritize mental health your own your kids, uh, Mm -hmm. togetherness, connection, and really, I mean, just let a lot of the expectations go for anything else. I mean, it, it, like you said, it's not going to stick. So why make everybody miserable? Mm -hmm. Okay. Can we touch on, (laughs) I talked about this a little bit after the tornado warning, um, (laughs) that sleep issues are a big Mm -hmm. part of anxiety. And so parents might have that going on right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've got some regression. I don't know about you guys, but we've had some regression issues here. So anxious kids, anxious adults, like that's the time where your brain is like looping on all the things that you're processing from the day. And, and that could happen and big worries in dark shadowy rooms kind of come and get you. Um, and so it's not, it's not abnormal to have kids who are struggling to fall asleep and stay asleep and stay in their rooms. I don't know about you guys, but, um, my, my kids too, in particular, but all of them to some degree at some point or another would end up on our floor sleeping. And with my oldest, um, who was an anxious kid, um, we just kind of gave up and, and said, okay, we're going to leave this. We had a, at the, at the time we, we called it a vacation bed. It was basically like just a pop-up toddler size bed, like a mat. Um, and the vacation bed slid under the bed, under our bed. And so you could go sleep on the vacation bed if you need to, but if you wake us up, we're already awake. We're going to go back to your room. We're going to calm you down. We're going to help you fall back asleep. But if you really just need to be near us, you can stay pull out the vacation bed, plop yourself down and go to sleep. We have a sleeping bag now. Um, and I think that my my 10-year-old, my anxiety kid, has slept with us more, slept in our room more than she hasn't. Um, she's just really struggling to shut it down and fall asleep. Um, oh, my gosh. And I, I work late, so um, 
I, I work, I work late into the night and, um, I sleep in a little bit in the morning and she has, she's always been an early to bed kind of kid. And she has been in my office at, you know, midnight or one o'clock in the morning drawing. Cause that's how she processes her feelings. And, um, yeah, so, so it's normal. I mean, this is just my experience, but I bet a lot of you out there are, are feeling that and seeing your kids regress or not be able to fall asleep or not be able to stay asleep or have nightmares. Um, it is normal. It's really normal when things are uncertain and it's normal for you to struggle with that too. So really like for you personally, um, I was just talking about this with somebody yesterday, but you really need to take care of yourself because you can't help your kiddos right now if you're not also taken care of. And that's gonna look different for, for everybody. I'm not talking like go take a bubble bath, but do that if that is what feeds you. But you need to make sure you're eating healthy. You need to make sure you're getting as much sleep as you possibly can. So you're shutting down the television or the phone or whatever and reading a book or playing a game or just sitting there the last hour or so before bed. and. You're, you know, having something with, I do better if I have something with protein, like nuts or like the omega three, omega six, you know, like walnuts and stuff like that. If I fall asleep after like that being my snack, um, I think it powers me better through the night or at least fuels me so that I wake up not fuzzy headed. I don't know. That's just Mm. a theory I have. Um, But, you know, making sure that you're eating healthy and you're doing things that take care of you and then showing your kids you're doing that because then they're going to appreciate the reason that they know that you're doing it too. And, and then you can start to set up good bedtime routines, stick with them, even if it's like, all bets are off because their schedule is not normal. Try to stick with that kind of stuff as much as you can. I don't know if that helps. It's hard. It's just really hard. And it's to be expected right now. Mm -hmm. Well, we have been using, because we have your anxiety toolkit. Yeah. And we have been using, um, you have a whole section on bedtime. I love it because it's broken into four sections. So there's things to do at home, things to do when you're out and about, which we aren't doing a whole lot of right now. Um, And then (laughs) (laughs) um, bedtime and um, mindfulness practices um mindfulness strategies and it's it's just so good and it's this handy little deck it's like the size of a deck of playing cards but it's got 96 keep it in your purse ideas Mm -hmm. in there yeah yeah in fact um it was so like the ideas in here have come about just because they're things that we've been doing i mean like you guys both with kids with anxiety we you try things that work for a time and then don't work and you need something new like the best thing about the best way to help with anxiety particularly kids with anxiety I mean but really even yourself um, is to have a bunch of different things that you can pull from so that what isn't working today will maybe work again later but then if you try it and it's not like really calming them down you've got other things to grab and um, when I was speaking over the last couple of years I would talk to people about like building a toolkit, building your tools so you have things to pull out. And everybody's like, well, can't you just be in my pocket and tell me what to do in the moment of of a meltdown? And no, I I can't um, because I've got my own meltdowns going on. Um, But when I was thinking about putting those strategies together, I kept thinking about that idea of being in your pocket um, or having the, the ideas, the tools in your pocket. And I, I realized this was kind of like my own, um, 
I don't know, thought process that there are so many books about anxiety, right? And they're really helpful. And there's some that I really, truly love and turn to all the time. But when my daughter is struggling, I can't get the book off the shelf and flip through it to find what is going to help in that moment. And so the pragmatic side of my brain was like, what could we do to help in the moment? And so I put those ideas that I was already compiling onto actually, like you said, a deck of cards. And I found a company that creates custom card decks, like playing card decks, and talked with them about what it would be like to produce a deck that has ideas and how we could make it user-friendly. And so we decided instead of a box to put it on a ring so everything was contained and you could throw it in your purse. My friend Shauna, our mutual friend Shauna um, from Different by Design Learning, she got, um, I gave her a set of these when we were in Fort Worth a couple weeks ago. And that was when everything started shutting down. And we really, like, the the convention we were both speaking at shut down in the middle of the actual convention, like, hours before it was supposed to end on the second of three days. And so um, we were trying to switch flights and get out of there. And she called me a couple days later and said, um, I just unpacked and I realized I started to worry because I wanted to look at your anxiety cards. I didn't get a chance to do it. And I pulled them out. I literally threw them in the bottom of my suitcase and they were between shoes and my toiletries and they didn't bend or get destroyed because we made them out of the same materials you make playing cards out of, which, you know, they're supposed to be manipulated and bent and Mm -hmm. twisted and folded and shuffled. So they're really durable. And there's tons of different ideas, like you said, um, the mindfulness strategies, the bedtime. So the one that I just flipped to is just add water. Um, and it says a warm bath with lavender oil, Epsom salts or bubbles can calm anxious kids. Kate, we were just talking about that daytime I bath. Know. I was talking about daytime bath for myself, though. <laughs> oh, you can do that too. But that's actually a good idea. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I'm doing this week. Like, as soon that's as smart. we're done, I'm just having them do math and music and anything we else we well, get to. Take a bubble bath. So that's the self-care, right? Right. Self-care and I'm going to read about. a little bit. And this is just mm-hmm. mom's, like, reading time. And you can use yeah. a screen or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. So we, um, so I used to do that. The last two houses, this one, too, we've got to update our bathroom. We don't have a good, we don't have a good soaking bath. And it's, like, it's been through, they had five boys the family before it's not a tub I want to soak in we'll just put that even, even my kids are like can we just take a shower in your shower so we, we've got to work on that one but um but there's something about water right mm-hmm. yes. for kids and adults but if we're talking about kids that just changes the the whole demeanor and so at bedtime if they're struggling to fall asleep you know get some something scented and some bubbles and go in there dim the lights and read to them calmly, quietly, play some music, you know, something that just sets the tone. Um, And when my kids were really little and we had multiple witching hours, because I don't know about your kids, but mine don't like, they don't consolidate their witching hour into one. They like each cycle through. So the witching hour, like, yes, they last like four hours. There's four witching hours, you know, as we're trying to make and respond to dinner. Um, So... Um, so anyway, uh, we would throw them in the, I would throw them in the bath, um, in the morning or in the afternoon, just so I could get a break. There is just something about water 
that yeah. soothes and calms kids down. So I've read so many books to my kids from their potty stool over the years. I actually miss yes. that, even though it was really hard at the time. But part of me misses it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the captive audience and them all in there happy and Yeah. 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 There is something about water. Mm-hmm. In that post I was talking about the hundred ideas, I was just like reminiscing about that and I linked to like all these tub toys and things because we used to have you know Mm -hmm. like the tub crayons and the letters and numbers and the pipes that you would put on the wall and the water would come down oh my gosh everything were so fun yeah because I just figured like the longer I can keep you in here you're happy in here Mm -hmm. so like let's hang out in here for like forever that's fine those fi- the fizzy things that change the color of the water yeah like, totally yeah. not good to be soaking my kids in dye but like <laughs> desperate so time. worth it Des- yeah, exactly yeah. desperate times yeah, <laughs> yeah so the, the the deck is exactly that it's 96 like quick and easy ways and some of them like the um in the managing worry at home a little bit more involved, you might need to do some prep because that's the thing, right? You don't want to introduce something new to your kid while they are totally in distress. They're, you want to help build those tools and those strategies when they're not struggling, when the fight, flee, freeze response is not like up in their throat. You, you want to help them see that these are soothing activities that they could do the next time. So you can do a little bit of prep or do a little bit together. My daughter, that's what I was going to say earlier, I had... um. I had a deck when they first came in, we were all excited because, you know, it's, it's different. It's a different thing. Like when you're kind of like literally a cottage industry, you're doing things like this physical thing from your own home, the kids get all involved and excited. And a freight truck came to deliver our pallet of these cards. And they were so excited to see this guy, like with the lift gate lower and the little forklift go to our driveway. And um, so they were excited. And I had one deck on my desk. So I could flip through it and just make sure everything was okay. And it disappeared the second day. And I was like, I was about to talk about it and and look through it and take some pictures. And um, nobody knew where it was, of course. You know, I didn't take it. I don't know. And a couple hours later, Logan, who is my kiddo with anxiety, came to me. And she's like, I'm sorry, I took it. And I had already opened a new one. And she's like, but I was looking through it. And you used to do some of those things with me. And I was remembering. And I didn't know you did those with me because they were for my anxiety. But I now I remember them. And I want to try to do some of them. So can I just keep that deck upstairs by my bed so I can do some of those things when I'm feeling nervous? And it was was so sweet. But exactly what I, I meant for it. Like, you can do them with your kids when they're learning. And when you're trying to figure out what works, but then you could hand it to them and say, what will work for you right now? What can we do together? Yeah. So I don't know. That was just really, it was a super special moment for me with all of this. Well, and I, I love, um, because sometimes when your kids are anxious, you're also anxious. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty spongy person. So when like my kids get up really high, like I can't always separate myself from that. So what's Mm -hmm. nice about this is I can grab it and I can, it's all right here. And like you said, like right. books are books are great and, you know, they can have strategies, but it's like if you're trying to look through a book when your kids are, you know, but I know people are going to ask because you mentioned good books. Is it putting you on mm-hmm. the spot too much for you to recommend oh, uh-huh. a few books? 
No, and I'm probably going to say those same ones that are coming to Kate's mind. Um, Dan Peters, Make Your Warrior a Warrior. And then there's a companion book, From Warrior to Warrior, that's for kids. Um, Slightly bigger, like not, you wouldn't give that to your five-year-old to read on her own or his own. But it's, you could read it with them. Um, I think both books are equally um, important we to have. We have club both. when it ramps up here. We have yes. mother son book club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we yeah. do too, and we do a lot of drawing and journaling together, like back and forth in spiral notebooks. Um, anxiety free kids is another one. I don't think it's as um, easily accessible as make your warrior a warrior, meaning that it's not as easy and quicker read. But the activities and the suggestions like within it are gold. Um, this one's not actually an anxiety book, but the out of sync child has fun is the companion book to the out of sync child, which is a book about sensory processing disorder and sensory challenges. But the out of sync child has fun is literally a book of sensory activities and sensory activities can flip a child's mood because you're, you're break. So sometimes with anxiety, really the simplest strategy is to just break them out of it, give them something different to think about in the moment. And so if you can just change up what's going on, um, throw a quick obstacle course together or something, anything that just like breaks them out of whatever they're perseverating on is going to be valuable. So that book has just tons and tons, hundreds of different ideas for quick, easy activities that you can implement at home that also feed into their their different sensory needs. And all kids, whether they actually have sensory processing disorder or not, have sensory needs. So... Those are the ones that quickly come to mind. What other ones? Kate, you probably have some. Um, Dawn Hubner, all of her books are excellent, but she just came out with a new one this year called Something Bad Happened and Specific to Media. So if your kids have been exposed oh. to something scary right now in the media, it gives you it's like perfect. Highly recommend. Okay, I'm going to have to get that one. I'll add that to my own cart. I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was a jinx because my friend had it couple mm-hmm. months ago and I was like oh my gosh I didn't know she was out with a new book and I need to get that just because you know something bad will happen and then it arrived uh, and this happened I was like perfect okay. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're prepared yeah but her books are really really good and okay. accessible for all different ages good Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of um there's picture books too I have a post on my site books for kids who worry and it's just a roundup of it's a book list there's a section that has different picture books that um, are good to get for your kids. And then there's um, there's uh, another section that has some of those books listed for adults to use to work on with their kids. I can send you that link. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and we'll link to that in the show notes over at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And we'll link to everything we talked about today. We'll link to your anxiety toolkit. And yeah, all, all, all the conversation from today, um, there'll be links over there. So... Thank you, Colleen. This has been really, really Thank good. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. I love talking to you guys. Yeah. So, thanks well, for having me. You were the perfect phone friend for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we'll link to your other episode as well. Yeah. Um, yes. You're on another episode. And then real quick before we go, can you tell everybody where to find you? Yeah. Um, I can be found all over. No, I can be found at raisinglifelonglearners.com. You'll find links to all of my articles. The anxiety toolkit is in the shop and then links to my podcast, which is the same name, Raising Lifelong Learners. So it's all there in one handy dandy little place on the web. You're Colleen Kessler over on Instagram. We got to make sure people follow you over there too. Yes, please. (laughs) Follow me. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, actually, I share a lot about anxiety on Instagram. Yeah. Is that something that is, it's not, I don't think it's talked about enough. I, I mean, it's talked about more than it was, but the reality of it isn't, I don't know, shared that you always feel isolated, don't you? Like, you're the only one struggling. So you're not, and you can know that over there. I'm, I'm really candid about what we're struggling with, so. Yeah, it's very like real life and in the moment. Mm. Yeah, to be able to follow along there. So, all right. Well, thank you, Colleen. Thank you, guys. Have a good thank day. You. Take you care too. of yourself and enjoy your bath, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister.